Hello, everybody, and welcome to Toronto Rock Total Access. I am Mike Hancock, along with co-host Jalen Rogers, and uh, we are coming into a big, big week in this Toronto Rock season, coming off a 9-5 win. And as uh, as I wrote in the story after the game on Saturday night, that it was a little bit of a, a win is a win, perhaps, at the end of that night, where you got the win, don't know if everybody was super happy with the way that game went, start to finish, 2-2 on the scoreboard, but again, five goals against, you win a game by four goals. <laughs> is there much to really be, is there much to complain about, be concerned about anything, even if it, you know, maybe wasn't the most entertaining game, maybe it wasn't the most well-played game by either team, necessarily, um, but just your thoughts on that, and, and especially having the opportunity to uh, watch it from above. As you're saying that, uh, for saying, geez, good memory on the kid. Um, no, as you're saying, um, you know, letting five goals, it's raining. I was going to say, what is that <laughs> noise? I'm like, as we got headphones on it, like, is my computer about to blow up or something? But no, it is Point. as we are recording. I'm sure that people may have, understood that there was quite a uh, downfall of rain on <laughs> Wednesday and we are in it right now folks lightning wow. thunderstorm too it has been lightning and thunder all afternoon yeah and now here the rain has finally arrived and man you can hear it things are beeping and going on is that you or is <laughs> that was me. Like a- weather but back to what we were saying or what you were saying yep when you started off with uh you know to be held them to five and we won by four Sounds like a pretty good outcome. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, like you said, I, I think that's one of those that, um, you know, we've, we found a way to win. And um, 2-2 at half, it, it, it could have gone either way. Like 2-2 two, two at half is very um, – you don't see it very often. Not something uh, you see every week. Um, but, yeah, no, I think uh, boys sticking with it. You know, Rosie I thought played – incredible um you know as we've just come accustomed to and and yeah watching from up top is not what i like uh i'd much rather be on the floor but um yeah kind of gives you a different perspective and and see the game at a different kind of angle and um yeah it's just i'm happy that we got the win we wanted a 2-2 game 30 minutes in it can also be pretty scary I think watching it, you're like, okay, yeah, things are going to work out here. We're going to get going. No problem. No problem. But there's also the other part of like, you know, I know it's the cliche, the lacrosse is a game of runs, but, you know, you're you're also 30 minutes into that game and you're one bad run the other way away from being in a hole you can't dig out of. Absolutely. Um yeah, you know, like I feel like going into half and being in the locker room at half, the, the vibes were high and, and, and you know, it was, um, you know, I was kind of sitting more with the defensive guys, but, you know, it's it's kind of interesting being in, kind of being, I guess, not in the heart of things at that current moment, just kind of being on the outside listening and giving your input or whatever. But, you know, the defense is just kind of happy, right? They. Uh, they were playing great. They kept them to two goals at half. Um, and then, you know, the contrary side is, is the offense and they're not, they weren't feeling themselves. And, um, 
you know, it's just a few adjustments that needed to be made. And, you know, I think Rusty and Maddie made those adjustments perfectly. And, and then the guys executed. It was great seeing, you know, Marley, a guy who's just worked and worked to, to have that opportunity and, and have everyone push for him to, to score a goal. And, and, you know, he got the boys buzzing. And, um, you know, I think once we kind of got going a little bit, you could kind of tell that um, we were feeling it and feeling good about where we were currently in that game. And, um, yeah, just Rosie and the boys on, on D. Great job. And, yeah, like you say, at halftime, allowing only two goals as a D guy, you got to be thinking, we do this again. We got a four goal against game. And then they only give up three anyways. It was just five. Like that, I think in a game like that, the defensive effort, the goaltending does kind of get lost a little bit. I mean, Rosie made 45 saves and only let in five goals. Like, it's <laughs> pretty good. That's ordering on, you know, first star of the week, player of the week, whatever right. you want to call it. Like, like a few good comments. Does not Instagram. happen. Does not happen very often at all. Five goals against and making 45 saves is, is quite a night. That's a 90%. Save percentage. Yeah, but he's letting 10 past few games, right? <laughs> that was satire. <laughs> that was straight sarcasm. Yeah, I mean, there the, it, it is all, and it's something we've talked about many times before on this podcast. It's the, a little bit of the hockey mentality of, well, he got scored on seven times, eight times, nine times, ten times. Like, what is going on? Stop the ball, man. But that is not the game of lacrosse. No, there's so many different little things that go into that. Like, even watching with, you know, like family or something and, and um, just like different levels of, um, I don't know, knowing the game, knowledge of the game, um, you know, like <laughs> – you get a, you could just see like a swing pass and a guy step in and shoot it from the shooter spot. And, you know, it, it could very well look like Rosie should have had it. But then you watch it and you're like, no, well, this D guy slid a little bit too early. This guy was late getting to where he needed to be. And it opens up that lane where, you know, it's a great shot for the other team. And there's so much that goes into it. Um, but, yeah, it's I – don't, I don't know how it's going to end that, but – no, I think a good experiment for any fans to do maybe, and this is wild, and I'm just thinking of this on the spot, but tape on a wall, maybe like a a four by nine wide, a four foot high rectangle, I guess we could call it, square, larger <laughs> oversized square would be a rectangle, uh, and just maybe take about 20, 20 feet back. And just have somebody stand in there against the wall and just take a tennis ball and just throw it at somebody 50 times and see how many times you get it by them. Yeah. Just try that. I'd be interested to see how many people are just – and I know it's no equipment. It's not the same thing. I get it. But just try that. Yeah. And And see how many you stop from like 20 feet away, somebody just humming the ball as hard as they can at you and – yeah. And then like put a door up and then hide behind that door and do the same thing. Yeah. And see, see how easy it is to track it while you're just standing in there. Yeah. Start bouncing it. Start <laughs> throwing it from high, from low. Go one way, throw it behind your back. Switch hands. <laughs> throw it with your left hand. Throw it with your right hand. Like all these things. And suddenly you're going to go, whoa. 
maybe it's not that easy to, you know, and then, hey, introduce a lacrosse stick where now, you know, your arm, your reach, your wingspan or whatever is so long. Now you got a lacrosse stick that's another 40 inches long. Yep. To add even more trickery to the situation. <laughs> <laughs> so when somebody lets in five goals on 50 shots on guys that can put a ball in a corner in a space that is just as big or sometimes seemingly smaller, smaller than yeah. the size of the ball, 45 of 50 is really good against some of the best players in the world. I wouldn't go 45 for 50 against the U11s on Sunday mornings. It's very humbling jumping in net playing against. <laughs> it's a lot of fun, obviously, but yeah. um, you know it's humbling, and it, it's like it's it's obviously fun, but you get a different point of view and different perspective. <laughs> and, and these kids are, you know, a quarter of your age, a third of your age. Yeah, it's it's incredible what you know Rosie and and the rest of the goalies can do in this league. And I think it's almost like you see anybody do anything that is really good at it. It's almost like people are really good at things, make things look easy. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's what you can say about, you know, most, if not all the goaltenders in the NLL, but then there's just some guys that are just an absolute cut above that. So uh, Nick Rose was leading the league with the best goals against average heading into last weekend. Five goals against will only widen his lead uh, atop that statistical measurement. Yeah. He's on a great pace. Is he ever? On a great pace. So Howie. This is uh you know, this is a big stretch. Like I kind of teed up off the top. Back to back games on the road. Las Vegas, who is definitely not a team to sleep on whatsoever. And then you've got San Diego the next night, who is hot on the heels of the rock, right near the top of the standings. Massive, massive swing week. You get one, you get two, you get none. Like this is a whole lot of uh, lacrosse schedule in one weekend when you think about it with two games, you know. Uh, It is technically, doing the math, one-ninth of the entire schedule. Wow. (laughs) He wrote that down on a piece of paper. He's doing that. I did. It took me a couple minutes while we were doing that. Lightning struck actually outside. I saw while uh, while we were not literally outside, but in the universe out there. So talk about this the the big factor here. The big factor. This this is a big weekend for the team, and I know it'll be tough for you not uh, to be out there on the floor battling with the guys. But just talk about how big these two games are. And I know nobody likes to look forward to the second game without getting that first one out of the way, but it is a weekend where, you know, maybe you get, it isn't really a house money situation either where you're like, Oh, you get the first one. Now you're playing with house money. Right. Because that second one is so massive in the standings now because of the unified standings. Like, you know, I was in on a broadcast call earlier today. Matt Sawyer was talking about that, how, you know, every time you play, Anyone that you only play once this season, that's the tiebreaker game. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, start with Vegas here. It's it's a big one for us because we ultimately want them to be kind of low, as low as possible in the standings, um, you know, because we have their first round pick this upcoming year. Um, but, yeah, they're coming off a big win and they're feeling themselves. And, um, you know, that's a tough team to play 
tough team to play, a team that's confident and, and um, at home. Um, but, yeah, I mean, coming off ourselves and our game against Vancouver, I think we obviously want to turn the page. And, and um, you know, there's some positives, obviously, but there's some things that we need to work on and and uh, get better at. And, and um, hopefully we can bring that into to Vegas. And then, you know, like you said, quick turnaround going to San Diego. Um, it's I feel like this second game on a back to back, especially like a true back to back Friday, Saturday, it's it's you're almost you start pretty hot usually because you kind of warm up a little bit quicker your body's ready to go um but then as it goes on you know it's just those little effort plays that i think make the biggest difference you know like those loose ball battles those ones that you're not supposed to win at all um and you know you go in there one against two and you come out with it those those are the plays that get get you fired up on the back to back and and you know kind of get you more physically involved in the game. And, um, you know, it, it's going to be obviously uh, I would have loved to be out there, but it's going to be fun to watch the boys, uh, you know, compete. Um, and it's just a great opportunity for us to to try to play at our best with, with a lot of adversity we're facing. The other thing you did mention about that draft pick next year, and the reason why the Rock have that draft pick is because they traded Rob Hellyer to Las Vegas Ooh. for – to Robbie who? That's right. <laughs> they traded uh, Robbie Robbie Helliard to Vegas for two first-round picks, one that will be coming up in this year's draft, the next being next year's draft. This will be the first time that not only the Rock play Las Vegas, but it will be the first time the Rock play against Rob Helliard since he was traded away. What do you think that's going to be like just on the floor, you know, that interaction with a former teammate? Just talk a little bit about that and how – what that's what that's like just even playing a guy you've either played with for so long short amount of time that kind of thing and and this would have been something where you know maybe not you know matched up all the time if you were out on the floor righty righty but you know you guys i'm sure at some point you would have deed up on on robbie so what do you think that would have been like and what do you think it'll be like for the guys who played against him or played with him before now playing against him i feel like it goes back to the times when you're like a kid and you're you go you at the box with your buddy or uh, you know, you're just kind of going one-on-one or you're in practice and you just always want to get the better of your friend or, or someone you've competed against and or competed with. Um, and, you know, I, I'd have to assume that'd be the exact same. You know, Robbie wants to go out there and, and ball out and, and um, you know, we have, our group obviously wants to do the complete opposite and shut them <laughs> down. And, and um, you know, it, it brings out the best of both sides, I think. And, and you know, I think... Robbie and, and, you know, majority of the people in this league um, that you play alongside are, are com- true competitors and, and they want to win. So, um, you know, obviously you, you want to get the better of, you know, your opposition, whether they were on your side or not at one point. And, um, you know, you can shake hands at the end of it and, and say, hey, how are you doing? Um, but, yeah, you know, during the game, it's it's you just want to get the better of them. So this weekend with you not playing, this is a – fantastic little vacation we're mixing in here at las vegas and san diego not bad i mean weather's pretty good here right now you can't really argue with that um minus right the rain <laughs> minus the rain today but generally speaking we are getting a, a nice dose of unexpectedly warm weather here in southern ontario for those people who are listening from far away but how does this change your weekend like what is your 
plan for the weekend? <laughs> Watch some lacrosse games. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Joe. Yeah. Thank you um, no, for the insight. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> uh, my mom's actually coming down. Uh, she's coming to the Vegas game. Um, this is two years in a row that she's come, and I have been injured or not playing Refused that game. Refused to play. Yep. Yes. Um, but, yeah, so she she's going to be there Friday uh, with some family friends, so it's going to be just kind of a great time um, to, to spend with them a little bit during the day, whereas if I was playing, you know, I probably wouldn't have that much time to spend with them. And, um, yeah, uh, it's – and then – yeah, I guess we'll hang out with all the other IR guys. And the guys not playing. This <laughs> is a lot of you. <laughs> yeah, and, and this one's kind of different because usually when we're we're going on away trips, not not uh, not everyone goes. So um, you know, our, our whole entire team is coming on this trip, and uh, you know, just a great gesture by Jamie to kind of bring the whole team, and it's a great opportunity for us to spend a lot of time together and and. Uh, Obviously playing, but, um, you know, we're going to spend another day or two uh, in San Diego and, and spend time as a group, and, um, you know, that time's invaluable. So it's going to be a great weekend, and, um, you know, we're looking forward to getting two wins. Yeah, that is something that, um, you know, might be overlooked, and we like to shed as much light on things as possible here on the podcast, and that is something on most road trips, anything really involving a, an airplane, a winged transportation vehicle, <laughs> Uh, just the active roster travels. So the 21 guys that uh, would be eligible to to play in the game are the guys that travel. And in this case, uh, like you were saying, everybody will be going on this trip. And there are a lot of fans going. There's staff have decided to to make the trip out there too to enjoy the game. So there's going to be quite a few people out there cheering you guys on. I think you're going to have a a pretty strong contingent in the stands this weekend in uh, both Vegas and in San Diego. So that'll be something fun for for the guys. But I think you had said the only time you had been in Vegas was a very brief. Was there for like 13 hours. Yeah. So 14. there isn't anything that you're like, oh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to going here or there because, you know, the team will be in for Thursday night and, and be able to go out and. Uh, for the guys who aren't playing, <laughs> we'll be able to go out and uh, maybe enjoy the city a little bit. A little bit. We, uh, I was with Jordy yesterday coaching and uh, brought up U2 at the Sphere because the Sphere just looks super cool. And that concert from the videos I've seen looks super cool. So I was kind of hoping maybe they were yeah, what be are playing tickets, on like Thursday. $2,000 a ticket or uh, something? Or? You don't see them once, right? That's a once in a lifetime type thing, I think. <laughs> well, I think their show ends March second, right? I yeah. think that's their last show. So there you go in Vegas, exactly. And you know, I grew up on you too and love it, love them. So would have been a super cool experience. Um, but they don't play on Thursday. Oh, Friday. they play on Friday. So oh. yeah. So uh, I'll be seeing you too at. The well, that's weird that you won't be at. Yeah, the lacrosse game. <laughs> No, that it works kidding. out fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, there's a lot. My girlfriend's going. Um, a lot of the the wives and girlfriends are going, and I think we have a kind of dinner or something on Thursday. So just nice and nice and relaxed, easy. Beauty. 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 All right, uh, the listener mailbag has been jumping once again, and. Stop it. 
We are going to jump right into a topic of conversation from our good friend, Jello. Okay, so he sent something in that I think you're going to have a lot of fun with, okay? He's even written a very, very nice little preamble to the whole thing, a little lead up, and he's done a real masterful job here getting this ready. So let me adjust the spectacles here so I can read this. But uh, he says, okay. This one's for fun. By the way, if you have a question, total access at torontorock.com or a topic that you'd like us discuss, to discuss on the podcast, throw it our way. The 2024 NLL season has concluded. It has been announced that starting immediately will be the filming of Survivor Toronto Rock Edition. Sorry, Chow, you're missing the PLL this year. <laughs> All players on the roster will be on the show competing. Question number one. There are four questions with this. They're all good. Okay. Who do you think would excel in the physical slash endurance challenges? Jubes. Josh Shubenville. He'd be the man? Uh, yeah. I'd give him the all around. The strength, the endurance, stamina, all that. Corb's a really close second. Mitchell will get mad at me, so I'll put him third. A dark horse in there that maybe nobody would expect that you think might be sneaky good there. In that outside position? of those guys, outside of those guys, yeah, that uh, might might be unexpected to be good at that. Uh, I'll go the rookie route. I'll go Zach or Justin. Zach Kearney or Justin Martin. Okay. All right. Question number two: Who would flourish in the mental challenges? The mental. Um, Dan Craig. Okay. I'm going to put him in there. I'm going to put Corey Small. Okay. I feel like you have someone that I, you want to say. I don't even know. Like, I, I I just think no matter what, it's like like when you watch the show, you have kind of a preconceived notion of like, oh, this guy shouldn't be good at this or the way they just carry themselves or whatever. You think they wouldn't be able to, you know, be good at it, like, putting the puzzle together or you know any of those kind of things. So I, I don't know. Like, I mean, you those know. would be my two. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'll go with those two. Okay. Bang, bang. And the ice man. Bang, bang. And the ice man. <laughs> <laughs> what a great alliance name. You could come up some, with some nice yeah. with those two. <laughs> okay. Question number three. This is really the good one. This is like, to me, the topper. Who would you most trust having an alliance with? And I'll throw a, a sidebar into this. Who would you least trust <laughs> to have an alliance with? Um, that's that's a really good question. To be honest, I feel like I would. I think I would have a pretty good alliance with the majority of the guys. Uh, maybe that just. So you immediately favor yourself in this game, then? No. Okay. Well. Um, right. I, I'm gonna go with Latrell. Be the most trusting. He would be, we'd be ride or dies. And who would you be most worried about that may be ready to stab you in the back? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go, oh. <laughs> I'm going to go Slater. I'm going right, to go Brandon Slade. Partial sewer and it, question. It is a partial sewer, <laughs> and I love Brandon, and we're good buddies, but he talks a lot. And I just feel like, you know, maybe something just kind of goes out there and, you know, bang, bang, all of a sudden picks up on it, and then I'm done. 
Okay. Well, actually, question number four, now that I think of it, kind of uh, goes along with that. Who would you least trust? But who would be the one cutthroat player that would do anything to win? Cutthroat. Um, Mitch. It would be Mitch. <laughs> Has Mitch he done anything that no. is cutthroat in, in his past that gives you... No, no, I love Mitch as well, but I just think he'd have the blinders on for the money and nothing would get in his way. I think that almost speaks to the way he plays lacrosse. Yeah, no, 100%. That when the game starts. If you're not wearing blue. <laughs> yeah, friends he off, like right? You. Yeah. Um, all right, Jello says, I love the constant insight, knowledge, and smiles that the podcast provides. Keep being amazing. I really like that one. That's a do great you have any, one. Do you have any questions off off the Survivor? Do I personally like yeah. a spinoff of that? I see. Now I'm trying to think. I don't know. I'm trying to think of the other storylines that always develop on the show. I feel like somebody always kind of gets hurt. Somebody gets homesick. Yeah, who would be the most likely to get homesick and just tap out of the game and say, I'm done, I'm going home, I can't stand being away from my family? (laughs) Or they're bad, as we've seen in past survivors. (laughs) Um, Who's just leaving? Who needs their bed? Rosie. Rosie Rosie. would be the most likely to be like, guys, I love being with you, but I I got to get home. I Um, I can't handle this. Yeah, right. I, I I still feel like Rosie would grind through it, obviously, but in our survivor, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna okay. say Rosie. That's good. Oh, see now I'm like still thinking about those other questions. Yeah, and now I'm kind of upset I didn't say some other people. Like who for what? Troy, uh, the solving puzzle solving. Yeah, Troy, I feel like he's a pretty smart guy. Yeah, very much so. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I feel like so smart that he's kind of giving you the benefit of the doubt that you just like, yep, sure. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and not that he would ever like, say, hey, like, oh, God, this guy's stupid. But just he's got that. I think he's a pretty smart kid. Oh, yeah. He's helped multiple people on this team with homework. <laughs> so he's, like, he's almost tutor. like a teacher. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. Here's a question for you. All right. Who, because you know how first episode happens. Obviously, one person usually gets kicked off for the dumbest reason. Who's getting kicked off first? Who would be the first out? First out. Oh, and I have another follow-up question. First out. First out. I feel like Phil's got the potential to be a first out for some reason. But just because he might be a bit of a threat. Yeah. Not because he screws up, because I think Phil would come in and be a very strong social player. Mm-hmm. Right. And and kind of come in with a pretty relaxed attitude. Obviously, you know, all of you guys are professional athletes, so I don't think there would be that intimidation factor, maybe of somebody being a really strong, you know, competitor in that in that sense. But I just think maybe Phil's social game and just his general laid backness and that i think some people might view that as a threat and he might be an early departure yeah yeah i see that for sure so more of a compliment to phil mr saturday i mean he is mr saturday night (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> he likes it all right, Chell, so we're sticking with yeah. it. <laughs> no one likes it more than you and him. I've had no... <laughs> well, that's good then. That's good. But I've had no fam- family complaints or anything about it, so we're, we're rolling with it. Uh, what was going to be your spinoff question? Uh, who gets voted off with an idol in their pocket? So basically, who would assume they were safe? Yeah. And is going to get... Just be like, well, thought I had it. Thought I had it. I don't know. I feel like I'm coming to like TD or Corbs for some reason. Maybe Corbs. I don't really know why, but... I I, I feel like I might want to go with the Corporal, Chris Corbeil. Yeah. Again, because... I actually, I think he would be a real dark horse to win the whole thing. Yeah, he wouldn't. Pretty be, smart guy. He wouldn't be seen as a physical threat right away. <laughs> guy, guy is jacked. <laughs> That's what I mean. I get. I feel like I've forgotten about that part of it. Was that he would be? Yeah, I, that other guy two seasons ago or whatever was massive, and he got pretty far. The guy that was like just carrying people yeah. on his back and like, legit hey, don't worry, people. this has to come here. I'll just take the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> just everyone legit jump on my back. Yeah. So that's, uh, I guess then there you go. That's why I think Corbs would be, because he'd probably be so valuable to some tribes, whatever, yeah. success, well-being, that he'd have an idol and people would be like, well, they're not, he'd be like, they're not going to vote me out because I'm, I'm keeping these guys going. I'm helping them win and. And then, boom, as the time would hit, we got to get rid of that guy. Yeah. So there you go. Like, Corbs is my pick there. Who's your pick? Uh, I like you saying TD. Uh, <laughs> I just feel like maybe you'd feel comfortable and then just get backstabbed by Brandon Slade. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but I think my number one pick would be I Guernsey. really hope most of the guys listen to this because <laughs> this is pretty good. Your number one pick would be Burnsy? Burnsy. Why? I think he would get voted out with uh, an idol in his pocket. Like, unsuspe- un- like totally unsuspecting? Yeah. Just be yeah. like, I didn't, would be I didn't know there was good. a vote tonight? And it's <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> People would like be like, you're good. You're good, Burnsy. We got you. We got you. Yeah. And then he would, he would just have so much faith in you and trust in you. And then mm. it would just be pulling out the vote. And then Brandon Burnsy. Slate. Burnsy. Burnsy. <laughs> and then Slater. <Slater's>, yeah. <laughs> It'd be like the fourth person voted off is Burnsy. <laughs> That's good. That'd be a great content piece. <laughs> It'd be quite a production too, Chad. It would. Get the views. I don't know. It would it would absolutely get the views, yeah. That's uh, that would be quite a I wonder if there would be any way to do like a mini version of that over like a weekend or something. For sure. Easily do that. Not easily. Well, I yeah, know everybody yeah, yeah. always thinks that all uh, any of these productions, like just bring some cameras up at some people and get some challenges and we'll do the like. Relatively cro- easily. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Well, that, that's good. Jello, you, you've come through again, man. Like this great, great, uh, Great stuff. Um, and it's great because Survivor starts tomorrow. Does it really? New season of Survivor. <laughs> wow. That's, good. That's great news because I was starting to get to the point where I was like, why have none of these shows that I like to watch? Like, I felt like I had a real. It's coming out of hibernation. Viewing hole. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, by the way, Jello is going to Vegas. <laughs> that was one of my other things. So he asks, blackjack, poker, slots, roulette, or kino? Roulette, blackjack. Oh, I, I take that back. You have a set of numbers you play on uh, roulette? Uh, I usually put the numbers down of the people I'm with. Like their birthday or their jersey number? Like jersey number jersey usually. Number. Yeah. Huh. So there's some guys that you don't want to go to the table because they can't. <laughs> <laughs> like Slade can't be there. Latrell, Burnsy, Rosie. Yep. <laughs> whole bunch of guys are just not on the board. You say, yeah. sorry, guys, you can't come. I'm playing relax. Sometimes it's happened before, and I just ask them a different number. Yeah. Like Latrell wore 22 in the summer. Right. So I'll put 22 down. Or maybe you go, he wore four in junior, didn't he? I think so, yeah. Maybe you go four. I think Slater wore 44 at Brock. Is that crazy? Or eight. <laughs> he was eight. Eight seems more. Yeah. I think he's eight. So everyone has, you know, dual numbers, and I know a lot of them. Or I'll just be like, give me a number, and then I'll do that. You could add the two digits together. Yep. Bernsey, drop it on eight. Yep. Seven for Slater, 12 for Rosie. Yeah. This is math time, folks. <laughs> In challenge. I like poker. I like poker. But I've never played it at a casino. It's it's pretty cool to just go and like just the like little small like buy-ins and that and and it's you know a couple tables where the people play a little tournament or something. It's pretty cool just to sit at a a poker table in a tournament in Vegas. And I've uh, been lucky enough to go with the boss a couple times to the World Series of Poker, and that was unbelievable. Like, just to watch that spectacle is, like, nuts. And to know someone playing in it was super cool, you know. I know people may debate whether or not poker is a sport, <laughs> but in terms of a an event that is kind of like a sport, that was cool. Feel like I know it's not an e game, but I feel like that would fall under e gaming if you're going sports. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, just the moment the the uh, money bubble bursting when it gets down to the guys who are going to get paid out, that was like the coolest thing. The one year where Jamie made it into the money when I was there, anyways. I know he's he's made it into the money a couple times at the World Series of Poker, but that time it was amazingly cool like there's just crazy energy in the room because every like you go hand by hand then for the people who are left so it's like everybody plays and then it's like all the dealers put their hands up i think it is or whatever and then they wait and then it's like okay now you can deal the next hand yeah to determine who actually goes out when like it's on the money bubble it's it's crazy it's really cool really really cool uh, so again, thanks to Jello. Hopefully, uh, safe travels to Vegas, and hopefully, have a great time there. Uh, there's one more question actually he's thrown out that we'll get into another time because this will be very long. But he did ask about in episode nine. We got a peek at what a practice day looks like for Chow, and he's curious to know what either a regular business day or game day looks like for me. For another episode, <laughs> I feel like I almost need to write it down to remember, like what, like what day could we pick here? Like Tuesday today, as we're recording, is kind of a weird 
You should do a game day because I'd, I'd be yeah, interested I, in knowing that too. You'd be interested, yeah. Because I see you in the morning and then I'll have to see you here at night. Yeah. So see a it. lot goes on between and then even after. I mean, we're – myself and Shay are usually still going, updating social, writing story. He's cutting highlights, all that stuff. We're still about anywhere from one to two hours after the game's over. So it just – it doesn't – those days legit start at like eight or eight thirty in the morning, and end at like eleven eleven thirty. That's a game day for us. I mean, it's not that much different than the length of time a player is committed, obviously, to you know for a game day. But uh, it just it it sometimes feels like it keeps going. And then Sunday, you got to get up and <laughs> start. For me, anyways, working on uh, on the following week and getting even some more. Either milestones out, uh, doing the game recap e-blast that goes out. You know, I have to create all that stuff and just scheduling stuff for the week ahead on social. And it uh, it's just right back at it on Sunday. There isn't really a – it's a bit of a no days off kind of thing, <laughs> fortunately, unfortunately. But the best part about it is, Chow, I love it. So That's, it doesn't really feel like work. Yeah. I just love it. It's not work if you love what you do. There it is. What was the line from Shorzy? Oh, this is going to be again. I get nailed with this all the time. <laughs> and it's not Shores even. It's uh, from Letterkenny. Uh, you always bring it up, but you don't know what I it know. is. No, but I'm saying because it's Crave, and you always say you don't have Crave. Yeah. So I can't ever – we never are able to relate it. So, But, yeah, we'll, we'll do that. We'll hit that uh, topic in a later uh, episode. All right, so here's some more questions. Aiden T., Writes in again. He says, sending in more questions for a second chance at the prize pack. I emoji. Please try and answer a few and or some more of my other questions. This is an intro. Well, there's some there's some good stuff here. Okay, let's see. Uh, here we go. What are some improvements or changes that you would like to see in the future of the National Lacrosse League? I guess for this one, is there ever anything you're like, you know what, if this happened or I'd love to see this and I think it would take off? Uh, I would love private jets. <laughs> yes, that was. No, I'm just uh, um, no, I would not be kidding about that. I mean, that would be amazing. Like, you know, we're a yep. little ways away, I think, from. We're the stepping stone to get us to that point. <laughs> I feel like it wasn't – I mean, I'd like to know when it shifted in the National Hockey League because I think it's more recent than we think. Yeah. That it all teams end up having private charters. That I wouldn't be surprised if even in the 80s that – I mean, I don't even know about the history of aviation ago. here. Yeah, like I don't, I don't even know when private jets became a thing for teams in general. Yeah. Google could probably help us out. Ah, forget that challenge. Yeah, we'll do another time. Uh, Another flat, flat, consistently flat turf. True. Now, has that only come up as a result of the very consistently flat turf in Montreal? No, it just it varies. It varies where you play. Some are you're like, oh, this is really nice, and some are like, oh, this is treacherous. Yeah, it's (laughs) bubbly. Um. Hmm. 
this next question is a good one. We can we can come back to that one. Let, let me think, think about, about it. Yeah. What is the most memorable experience that you have had with a fan? With a fan? Yeah. Um, Maybe the best fan fan interaction, cool story or anything. And I'll share one quick one, actually, that uh, came up this past weekend was we got a message through Facebook, and it was um, a young fan that I believe was attending her first game, went up to the glass, and Troy Holochuk kind of came up to the other side of the glass, and they took a picture together and, you know, said made her day and kind of fan for life type thing after uh, getting to have that player player fan interaction. So they thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I feel like one thing I try to do is interact with our fans um, kind of all the time. Um, hmm. There's one, I guess this was a couple of years ago. Uh, there's a guy, we were playing in Buffalo. He had a rock jersey on and he was uh, – it's like rock, paper, scissors for a stick or something. And this is before, like before every sign was rock, paper, scissors yeah, yeah. for a stick. Uh, and I was like, let's do it. It's the first one I've seen. So I was like, let's go. Let's try it. You're, you're a rock fan in Buffalo. I lost, obviously. I honestly don't think I've won a single rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> with a fan? With anyone. I haven't with won. Anyone? After him, I have not won a single – I'm being serious. Like, Can I'm, I try to restore best of three? Are we going to do this right now? Let's do it. All right. Are you rock, paper, scissors, shoot guy or rock, paper, scissors? Rock, scissor, We're paper, not doing this. We're, shoot. Rock, yeah. scissor, paper, shoot? No one says What did that. I just say? That's what you said. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. What did I say? Rock, scissor, paper, <laughs> shoot. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm none of the above. I'm scissors, paper, rock. No. <laughs> <laughs> rock, scissors, paper, <laughs> <laughs> rock paper scissors shoot okay. no yeah, yeah okay yeah that's what i was trying oh, to say west it's just rock paper scissors and then you're rock it paper on scissors. scissors yeah i cool. feel like that would really influence you mentally to do scissors a lot mm-hmm. right because i still think rock paper scissors now you're still thinking but if i'm thinking that then I'm okay just best rocking. of three all right there's too much into the strategy <laughs> this already all right okay. rock paper scissors shoot <laughs> we both did scissors tie rock paper scissors shoot bold paper I, I don't know what that is that could it's be a flat like, hand all right i feel like that was like i'm blocking a shot in basketball all right so well, what's this close is this okay so rock? we're still doing two i don't know what that it could be scissors you my hands flat edward scissor hands no. but you got your fingers all spread out like that it's, edward it's a big piece hands. of paper yeah <laughs> Okay. okay Again, on the audio podcast, we are <laughs> ready. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Yes. Uh, okay. So one nothing. That's job. all I need. One nothing. That's it. It's yeah, it's done. Best of, best of three. I won. Well, but we tied twice. <laughs> no. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Yes. Game uh, over. He and rocked the scissors. Curse is uh, over. Wow. And you won with rock. How fitting. How fitting. How fitting. All right. Yes. Chal is the reigning podcast rock you don't, you, paper <laughs> scissors champion. We should play that now with all of our guests yeah. and just see who continues to. And now you're the reigning champion. Yep, I like that actually. Yeah, yeah. How exciting! How exciting <laughs> for everybody listening. <laughs> you don't actually realize though that I have yet to win. Like that was the first time. That's impossible. In you like never, five years. But you know what? The other thing is, how often do you ever play? 
I stopped doing rock, those paper, rock, paper, scissors, scissors things because I lost just all with the fans. Time. Though. Yes. Yeah, but even that. But I've, like, I've done them like with kids coaching and stuff. And yeah, they're I like, don't hey, win. let's rock paper scissors. All right. This is quite a lacrosse podcast episode we were doing here. It's all relatable, though. <laughs> it's all relating to all this stuff. So when we go back to those fan interactions, though, like, are there any, when you talk about the rock, paper, scissors, I in my head every time I say it now, I think I'm going to say it wrong. Yeah. Because your default answer was no wrong. no win. Yes. <laughs> when you play that game. <laughs> is there been any what are like the weirdest things or fun things that you've seen on signs with kids i feel like usually it's like candy or yeah like trade some like a yeah. ball for candy which i'm all over yeah it's just pure it's just pure <laughs> pure games for me um yeah some like pictures the one with bushu is pretty cool when we were in montreal yeah um that's pretty that's awesome that they're committed to driving to see him um yeah i've also gotten like some gifts from fans at times too it's pretty cool um actually this past weekend i was sitting obviously watching the game security guard comes up and um he goes i'm looking looking for challenge i'm like what the I'm like yeah that's me oh it um, wasn't even a why <laughs> yeah no, i was like yeah that's me All right. and he's like oh someone down here is looking for you or someone I'm like oh okay and i walk downstairs and um <clears throat> little girl and her mom who diehard rock fans are always around here preseason obviously in season yeah um but rosie got a gift from them and it was like stickers like orangeville stickers and uh, baby pictures of Rosie stickers and like magnets. Um, and they brought me some and it was, uh, like little, <laughs> I guess her, her mom, like the little girl's mom wanted or sorry, talked with my mom and got these pictures off Facebook or something. And so now I have like little baby challenge <laughs> magnets and pictures, but I also got a mug from them too. When we won uh, sixes in one of our preseason games. No way. Yeah, so it's it's cool. That is really cool. And now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like there was something posted or we got a message yeah, it was on about Twitter. this recently. Yeah. Um, oh, I know. Yeah, there was the four pictures and yeah, that she's basically giving you gifts at different times over the years. Yep. Yeah, right. Lynn McDonald. There you go. Shout out to Lynn. That was, yeah, four years. There it is right there. Yeah. Nice. Uh, okay, so thanks, Aiden, for those questions. You're you're in the hopper here for uh, question of the week. Next one, <laughs> next one is Dan B. Oh, Doss again. And <laughs> yes, Dan B is in Boston. Boston. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So some of these questions, I don't know how much we're gonna get into here, but. Um, these questions now that I look at them, I'm not sure how we do this, but question. One of his questions is, can I apply to be Iggy for the mascot next year? <laughs> I don't know if you want to apply. I've done it once for like 35 minutes and my goodness, it is an absolute. It's warm. It is it's warm with so no escape, warm. no escape. <laughs> and then Josh, I like, he was doing pebbles with us or something. I'm I'm Iggy and I'm in the, the locker room, like taking Iggy off and, Josh's like, oh, did you put the fan on? 
I'm like, <laughs> yes. I'm like, what? And he's like the fan. There's and a fan of strangled top. him. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> it's like Arthur the Dumb me. and Dumber. Would the you Arthur like this me. extra pair of gloves that I have? Yes. Okay. Um, next question. He's not the only one. How do I get to be a guest on the podcast? But we're we're not quite to the point where we're opening up guest spots to fans. Maybe at some point. Yeah. I feel like Jello probably has the lead on that. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Uh, let's see. You'd have to host if he came on. See, this is this last question here is pretty good and timely. But could we see Challen Rogers number twenty three get retired by the Toronto Rock or he takes it a step further league wide? <laughs> <laughs> We'll see. I would compare him to like a Simone Lawrence with all the stuff that Simone did with the Tiger Cats, the CFL, and the city of Hamilton. Yeah, I think you need to win to, to have your jersey retired. Yes, I, I agree. And, and I think something like that varies from franchise to franchise because if, you know, I, I think if the franchise hadn't won any championships, right, and – Go through your career, no championships, say. Um, I think that it varies from franchise to franchise. I think you know what I'm saying, right? If somebody played and was the all-time leader in this or won all these individual awards and all that kind of stuff, did so much stuff in the community for the fans, all that stuff, right, and the team hadn't won any championships, then you're like, okay, well, he's clearly a legacy player. You're never going to think of anybody else wearing 23 except for Jalen Rogers, kind of thing. But with the championship history of this team, I do agree with you that – in Toronto, winning a championship is probably one of those prerequisites to getting your number retired. I feel like that's like the sports world as yeah. a whole. I feel like, you know, winning, like you said, there are legacy players who are in different situations with the organizations who, um, you know, just haven't gotten over the hump. But, yeah, I feel like he, you need to have a, a championship to kind of put your name – into contention of just you know it's it's like uh i don't know i feel like quarterback talk is like you have that elite tier of you know the guys that you have won and have had success and then you have like that elite tier who were really 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 good but never won and it just like you need like you said that prerequisite to get to the top but so he does go on a little bit here just to kind of uh qualify his comment here he said uh not now or anytime soon but down the road considering the great career he is having with the toronto rock all the work he does with making the sport of lacrosse so amazing and all the camps he runs and coaching etc thank you thank you thanks dan b for your question next up uh we go to dave b um he's got again quite a few question sends us a picture from uh the bush family going to the game in laval so thanks for the support on the road and child show you that see or i think i might afford you that already yeah you did. Yeah, so you've already seen that for you um and i know we're backtracking a little bit on the game in laval but since they did attend we'll pick out a couple of questions here so challenge what was your favorite part about the game in laval um not the last five minutes of the first half. The first half, yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, no, best part of uh, the Laval game. Um, 
know, I think it was just the fans. You know, it was it was going into that game. It was pretty interesting. Um, we kind of had, I guess, a rough idea of what we thought the numbers would kind of be for a crowd, and um, you know, it, it didn't turn out to be anywhere close to that. I think, and and um, you know, just the atmosphere, the, the it was just it was electric, uh, for for lack of a better word. And I think this goes along the lines. You kind of probably already answered this a little bit, but just asking about how much the the guys were how much conversation there was amongst the guys about the game and comparing it to other past road trips and stuff like that. And to, I mean, not too many people have probably had the experience of playing a neutral site game, whether it be regular season or playoffs. You all right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm just smiling at the question. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> You're saying stories about past road trips and, and stuff. Well, just about, uh, I, that's the thing. It doesn't really kind of, you know, there, there wouldn't be a lot of guys, like I was saying, that would have had the opportunity to, to play in any kind of neutral site games or uh, anything like that. So it's a bit uh, it's a bit different. I think we can kind of put the Montreal-Laval thing into maybe a maybe even when you talk about the NLL, kind of a once-in-a-career type experience, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I remember when uh, I first kind of joined the team and the the guys who who had been around had played an exhibition game I think in Montreal. Um, yep. But yeah, it, and they were talking about it years after when I had just joined the team. So um, yeah, I'm sure it's something that we'll be talking about for the rest of our lives and uh, hopefully have an opportunity to do it again. But um, if it's not, it, it was a great experience for for me personally and in this group, and we uh, we enjoyed we enjoyed that win. <laughs> Sorry, I just got texted. I looked at a message I just got, and all it was was, "Here's some more work for this week, Mike. <laughs> Here's some more last minute. Love I, this trip." I think everyone heard it. When I hope all like, you guys have a great time in Vegas, <laughs> in San Diego, because it just is like curveball after curveball here setting this weekend up. We're facing adversity in a doubleheader. You're facing adversity <laughs> yes, doing the logistical planning, stuff. Planning, so, yes. See, it's an organization. <laughs> yes, it takes a village. <laughs> Wondering where those other villagers are right now. She's in the corner. Yeah. Okay. All Door, right. Doors closed. Doors closed. Yep. He's on a. He's on a. He's on a call. He's on a call. Uh, okay. So I think we will we'll leave it at that. So we'll. Uh, you know, Jared's already won a prize pack. So we'll kind of we'll kind of shelve him for a little bit. So we're down to Aiden, Dan. I think did Dave win a prize pack already as well. I don't think so. I don't think Dave's, Dave's won. So Aiden, Dan, Dave. Am I picking again this week? I just have difficulty picking. You have more of a – see, I just answer. You I have do. More I kind of, of pick and choose out of the questions too, yeah. So I think uh, – So you picked the highest quality question. But see, I don't know. I, I feel like it's almost like random. It's almost like rock, rock paper, paper, scissors. scissors. <laughs> Shoot. 
but you can't do that's ridiculous <laughs> even how we would be able to work that you know what uh i i enjoyed aiden's questions i think uh i think we're gonna go for aiden i think aiden is the winner of the prize pack this week love it congrats aiden so if you want to win a Toronto Rock prize pack, make sure you email us, totalaccess at torontorock.com. Get those questions in, and we will uh, pump this out on social media as well. So if you forget, then send them in. Send them. Send them. All right, so I think we're in pretty good shape here, Chal, in terms of uh, a show this week. We have, uh, yeah, we are good on time here. What we have put an out, hour? Put oh, sorry. <laughs> we have put out a uh, a good program here once again. Program this week, and uh, you no. know what? Sometimes I think part of this should just be I'll just sit here and just read out the like live emails that are coming through and like what's going on, even from the league, like stuff that shouldn't be going. On. <laughs> All I'll access. just be like, oh, oh, oh boy, folks, you're going to want to hear this one. <laughs> Here's another challenge we're going to be running into, but it's awesome. And that's why I say you go back to when you love it, It's it doesn't feel like work. It's just, it's fun. And a lot of times it's a lot of fun because there's a lot of work to do. <laughs> so I don't know if that really made sense, but we love it. So right now you're just having a little bit of fun. Yeah, almost too much fun with some of the stuff that's coming through here <laughs> as I... Yeah, well, not too bad. Only 13 emails have come in since the start of the show. So Only not, 13. Not too bad, really. That's Is that standard? Well, for the last hour or so, yeah. That's pretty pretty normal, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Some days more. <laughs> Some days less. I'm going to start sending you emails during our podcast. Just to spam you. Just to up my uh, average incoming fun. email total. Up my fun. <laughs> yes. Up your fun. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Well, we are at the point in the day here where people have uh, started to depart the office. Yep. So maybe this is a wrap. Uh, tonight, practice, non-participant again, uh, yep. as we know. But how we didn't really even talk how you're feeling. You're... You still no. got a little bit of sling action going, but not quite as heavily slinged as uh, you were. People probably saw you at the game. It's like, that's what I was going to ask you now. <laughs> so pregame now, I've started doing a little Rock City roll call thing on the mic. And when guys come up on the Jumbotron, I'll maybe throw out a little interesting stat, a little fact. Maybe I'll just throw out a... Just comment. When Corey Small comes up, just throw out a bang, bang. Yep, I heard that. Right? And I then know. when you came up on the screen, there was a little bit of a, oh, in the crowd. <laughs> there was like a noticeable reaction of a, like, people were sad that you were there and not in, like, and, you know, I could hear that. And I was just like, that's why I said, we see you, Captain. Don't worry, Rock City. He'll be back soon. Yeah. And then you kind of turned, <laughs> you laughed, and I wasn't sure... If you heard it, we're paying attention. Anything? Did you hear that? Yeah, I heard it. You did. Well, I was just like, you know I was what? about to plug the podcast. Like, if you would have looked up at all, I was going to be like, don't forget, you can check out Toronto Rock Total Access with the co-host John Rogers every good. week. Um, not. I feel like even when you're like playing and you're like you're looking up at the screen randomly, maybe just to like see a play, yeah. or you're sitting down, or you're looking at the time and you just look up and you see yourself on it. Just like makes you giggle. 
Well, especially oh. when you're not playing. Yeah, oh, okay. it's just like, uh, why am I being shown right now? Pretty irrelevant. <laughs> and even like on the floor, you like look up, you're like, oh, and then you just like don't look at it. You know? Really? Yeah. Is that a universal thing amongst the guys that they kind of throws them a bit? I don't know. It's, I feel like you see it sometimes. Like I saw it, Tom scored. He like looked up to see something, and then he saw himself and just like looked down right away. <laughs> yeah, so I guys have noticed that before for sure. When especially when guys are waiting for the replay, right? Yeah, they look up right away, and it's like, oh no, still on the ISO shot of me. <laughs> oh, yep, nope, still me. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Some guys will go and just sit on the bench, and then they don't get seen. Like Corps, when Corps scored, he was standing behind like Mark or something. Yeah. Or sitting behind someone. Can see. Have we talked about? We've talked about this before. The helmet off on the bench after you score. Me? Yeah, we talked about that last yeah. year. I still think it should become a thing. Well, it's just right away. You get to the bench right as you're getting get, announced. Yeah. You're like, hey, look at me. This is what I look like, everybody. <laughs> it sounds like a me thing to do. It is, but it's also it gets <clears throat> gives fans a chance to see. <clears throat> excuse me, it gives fans a chance to just see you guys without your helmets on, right? That is actually kind of funny. I was thinking about this, and I've mentioned it to a few people, but like you get off the elevator um, at the hotel. Is that right? No, uh, at First Ontario. Center. Oh, up to the top. Get off the elevator. You take like. I don't know, 50 steps, and then you go to our spot where we, like, sit up, upstairs. And it's it's pretty funny to walk through there. And if I was wearing, like, a hoodie, just a hoodie. Yeah. Like, I'd known, not many people would know. And even, like, because we're walking with suits, not many. There's sometimes people don't recognize you. It's just funny. It's funny sometimes. But is it pretty frequent that you guys do, like, are you guys getting stopped? Uh, well, like in that that walk, it's pretty quick. Got, it is yeah. pretty quick, and if you kind of put your blinders on and you just you're walking, yeah, you might hear like a few comments from the side, but or maybe it's just people don't want to like come up and say something to you. Yeah, I think I feel like it. Maybe it's a little bit of both. There's like people who kind of just like walk right past you, just like. <laughs> Hey. Excuse me. <laughs> but that's where I think if, um, you know, if, if it was probably like a bigger deal, like if there was security waiting there at the elevator yeah. to like walk with, then it would obviously draw a lot more attention to it. But like you say, you just put your head down, you're out on the concourse for probably 30 seconds or so, and then boom, you're gone. One, once you get stopped, though, you're stopped. Yeah. Yeah. It's for real. It's for real. Like yeah. after I got the stickers and magnets. And yeah. Then, um, there's just these people sitting kind of right at the top of the row, like looked over and were like, oh, because it was their first game. So they had like the first game thing. So took a picture with them. And then I was taking a few more steps and I was like looking one way and then I turned and I'm in a picture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I was like, oh, hey, taking a picture. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, and then you kind of see there's fans that like, you just, you know. Yep. Um, and then, this one guy, uh, he's a man. He he's he, big rock fan. Loves he used to love Brett Hickey, um, you know, loves Crazy, but he's just he's he's funny. Yeah. Big fan, just always. That's good. Yeah, just always buzzing. And loves then 
when you talk about fan interaction, we've talked about it quite a bit on this podcast. Then we've got autograph night coming up on Saturday, March the 9th after the game. One of the best nights we have. It's super cool. Like it is. And I know like sometimes in the past, you know, it's, it's been, it, it's long. It can be long, whatever, but it is also, you know, a lot of gets talked sometimes in this league about guys being weekend warriors and, and kind of, you know, there's only certain times of the week kind of when you guys are in that spotlight, right. And on that stage and that night is one of them where you get to, you were definitely on that pedestal, right? Yeah. Like these, these are our fans, the fans of this team that love you guys so much, live and die with you guys, want you guys to win so bad, just as bad as you guys do, stuff we've talked about before. Um, but it is cool. Super cool. And, like, even last year had to be the longest one we've ever done. They were like the game Snake when you're about to beat it, when you just can't <laughs> yeah. move anywhere. That's what it looked like because we were like, oh, my God, this is going to take forever because we saw them like yeah. they went all the way around like up top. And it's just like one to to, to obviously want to get our autographs and stuff like that. But the other thing, like the time these people spent, like, yeah, standing in line for two hours <laughs> if you're dead last. But – You've already been there for two and a half to three hours to three and a half, somewhere in there. They've driven two, two hours to get there. And then you're standing, you watch the game three, three hours, and then you're standing in line for another two just to interact with us. So it's kind of humbling experience for us, I think. And, and these people just want to interact and they're so grateful to, to have your autograph and say hello and snap a picture and shake a hand. Um, And, you know, one thing that Doss always kind of said, uh, when he was here, is like one day they won't want your signature, <laughs> and it's very it's it's true. Like yeah. it's it's, I mean you you rifle off three four hundred signatures, you can't fill your hand really afterwards, but like it, it's all worth it at the end of the day. Like you, years from now, you're gonna be a borderline nobody, and it's just it's gonna be different. So you gotta you gotta enjoy those times. That is a great, very great outlook on it from the captain of the Toronto Rock because I think, you know, if fans ever wonder if you guys enjoy this or not, I think the probably the universal thing is that you guys really do. And as much as the fans enjoy it, you guys enjoy it too for, you know, for different reasons. You're you're meeting these people that, uh, you know, for the most part adore you guys. And yeah. just want a couple minutes of your time or 30 seconds, you know, as they pass by and move on to the next person in the line. But, uh, yeah. They're awesome. It's also funny, too, because we're, like, signing autographs. Well, a good chunk of us are signing autographs. The kids, four kids that we see every single Sunday from, like, October to now. And it's just like, oh, hey, hey, Johnny, how are you? Saw you yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Could have given this to you then. (laughs) Yeah, you didn't have to wait two hours because you're going to see me tomorrow, yeah. But but it's just cool. They want to be a part of that you know, experience and, and to run into some of the guys, probably they don't get a chance to, to run into all the time, but that's where it's, this has got me thinking that we need to like, we need to come up with something where maybe it's like a little giveaway for podcast listeners that if they come up to you, you can have like a little, little stash, a little gifts or something like some little something. Like if you say the podcast code word, which maybe we'll come up with next week, then you get a little, 
something. Maybe it's just like a little rock keychain or something. Yeah. Just, just a little something, something. I love yeah. it. Yeah. I love I'll have it. to figure what that is because this might be a short turnaround to get something <laughs> like that ready. But uh, if it's happening, we'll mention it next week on the podcast. If it's not, never to be spoken of again. And a fun little fact, if you're last or one of the last people, a lot of those name tags just get thrown out. And if you're kind of the last one, you know, just guys sign it and just give it away. So There you go. There you go. Fun fact, if you want it's gonna be people wrestling to be at the end of the line yeah. now. But actually, there I'm pretty go sure. Go ahead, pass by. No, I'm not in line. Just go <laughs> ahead. I'm pretty sure the last people last year were the same people who were last the year before, so that it's a strategy for them to get the name tags. Well, I think just like you know what, we're gonna be standing in line for an hour and a half, hour forty five. Like, let's just sit and watch and wait, and then when it gets slower, then we'll stand and go stand in line. That is true. If you got all the time in the world, you could just, yeah, anchor down for a bit and let the line pass you by and then at the end and then maybe, like you say, get a little extra souvenir. It's funny, it's funny in those games too because, like, you, fourth quarter, whether, you know, we're up 100 or down one, it's just like <laughs> – it's like people start leaving in the fourth quarter oh, just, yeah. to, just to get in line. Yeah. And it's like the, the stands at, like, the beginning of the fourth to, like, half or the first tv timeout in the fourth to the second tv timeout in the fourth it's just like it's interesting <laughs> to see everyone just start bouncing yeah and i think some people in the past have not kind of connected the dots on that necessarily and thought oh why why is everybody leaving like what <laughs> like they're winning this is great there's lots of game left and then you're like no no <laughs> these are the people that know how long the line is <laughs> yeah, these are the experience that's yes yes very very experienced. All right. Uh, okay. So don't forget, you can watch the games this weekend in Las Vegas and in San Diego on TSN Plus. Streaming with a subscription. No TV on either games. They're late starts. So, you know, maybe maybe pop a nap in somewhere on Saturday, especially. Pre-game nap. You got to get yeah. a pre-game nap in. Because Saturday, I think the nap will be extremely important because, you know, Friday night, I think you're still running on the juice, coming home from work, whatever. You stay up late, you know, you watch the game. But then Saturday, two nights in a row late, could be tough on some people. I know I will be taking a nap on Saturday. <laughs> Just because I enjoy Earned napping it. anyways. No. But, you had uh, so much fun. Yeah, you need to have <laughs> so a free much nap. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, except when I'm getting the – with the time difference, the calls in the afternoon from – What's this? What's going on with that? <laughs> yeah. It sounds It'll like be actually That could be, yeah. Largy, Largy does do that sometimes, <laughs> yes. When he calls me and uh, asks me about a whole bunch of stuff that's already done. Those are my favorite ones, but Largy's the best. Long-serving member of the Toronto Rock staff, Tim Large. He could be another guy, even though he has actually got some documentary time in the TD missing equipment. He loved it. Portion. He loved that documentary time. He was good in it, actually. He was like, he was, and delivered the classic line to the Uber driver of, can you drive a bit faster? <laughs> That's only 10 minutes away. How long is it? 17. Oh, 17? Can you drive a little faster? <laughs> that was just classic Largy. Like, <laughs> you should mic Largy up. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> Have him run the door and mic'd up. You'd get some good content from that. Yeah. He has no filter. 
he, he I was, remember being beside him. He'd be ripping in a DOS when he was on a different team. <laughs> You're old. You suck, Dawson. <laughs> like, <laughs> so funny. So he funny. is uh, one of the best. One of the goats. He's he's a commenter for sure. Yeah. He's a Actually, social media commenter. Now what I thought about too was like you know they have the Raptors have the groat, the Leafs have the gloat. We obviously could and should have the the groat as well, the greatest rock of all time. Yeah. As far as equipment managers go. Yeah. Tim yeah. Large is, is the, the only, only one, <laughs> so he is the groat. Yeah. <laughs> greatest rock of all time when it comes to equipment managers, the groat. I'd almost even put like Tyler, Emily, and Q in there too. Or Tyler, Emily, and Q, Davey, Emily, and Q. <laughs> I know they're not equipment managers, but they deal yeah. with a lot of that stuff. Yes, and they later, are. Obviously. Our whole support staff is, is pretty awesome. The best. Doctors, every, like we have, it is quite an extensive list of people that keep you guys on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they can't fit. Like, no, what? No. They're not magicians, shall? Yeah, like, just, what is it like? Actually, oh, Davey's a magician. He's close. Yeah, he's he a is close. He's the David Copperfield of. That's, that's, or could he be the David Blaine? Or David Blaine, yeah. Yeah. Or the Ben and Teller. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. You took that too far. I know. I think we've gone on long enough. No watch you're watching this week. We're saving that for next week. Wow. Also, because I haven't. What, is there something you need to get out? No. Okay. F one new season F one's out though. Watch that. I haven't watched any of that. Well, you... no, I did actually. No, it's a lot. I did start to watch watch it at one point. I just, all right, we'll talk about it next week. I couldn't. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good call, Chow. Good call. Uh, so again, back to watching the games Friday and Saturday night with a subscription on TSN Plus, and then we'll be back home on Saturday, March the ninth. Special five p.m. start time. Make sure you tell all your friends Saturday, March 9th. for the kids. Five p.m. for kids night. And then followed by the much-talked-about post-game autograph session at Stan Dawson Bobblehead Night, as well as the Teddy Bear Toss. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a good time. That was all. Is that, is that why we did it at five? Because of the signature line. Everything really lined up nicely there. The main reason anytime we go off a seven p.m. start time TV. is because of TV. Right. This was another one of those situations, and then it was like, let's position Kids Night in there. Post game autograph session, it kind of works out good. So, yes and no. Love it. Yeah. Tickets are moving well. Nice. So, get them soon. The Kids Night BOGO actually will be uh, expiring soon, end of the week. So, if you want to take advantage of that, buy one adult, get one kids ticket free. Go to torontorock.com, find the kids BOGO link on torontorock.com under the tickets menu. Pop that in, get it. Two for one tickets there, save the fees, all the good stuff. Pass that on to your friends as well, along with the 5 p.m. start time. Okay, child, that will about wrap things up. This has turned into a marathon episode of the podcast yet again. We are pushing probably an hour 20, an hour 25, I think, Sorry. somewhere in there. I'm sure we could cut some. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. It's good, though. It's good. It's worth the listen. All right, so in the meantime and in between time for the co-host, Challen Rogers, I am Mike Hancock saying that's it. That's all. Another edition of Toronto Rock Total Access is over and done with. We will chat next week. And last quick thing is 
everybody safe travels who is heading to Vegas and San Diego to cheer the boys on and make sure you are heard in the building on Friday and Saturday night. And we will chat next week.